Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Women share their innermost secrets and intimate experiences inside an Estonian smoke sauna. Cleansing their bodies and bearing their souls, they embrace the healing power of sisterhood. Anna Hintz Sundance winning documentary celebrates centuries-old smoke sauna tradition, recognized on UNESCO's representative list of intangible cultural heritage of humanity. Amen to that. It is a beautiful film called Smoke Sauna Sisterhood, and we're joined today by the director, Anna Hintz. Anna, welcome to Film School Radio. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. My pleasure, my honor to have you on the program, the way you shot it, the women that we have an opportunity to get to hear their stories. I do want to start in something that I read that you said, this is an ode to the sacred place where women have given birth, washed the dead and healed for generations. How did you come to this idea of doing a documentary where you did it? So I come from this uh, tradition, and in my case, it was my granny who introduced me to the smoke sauna as a sacred space and the rituals and the chants. You know, it's an interesting question. When do we start to make the film or how long do we make the film? I made the film seven years, but at the same time, I feel I made it much longer because the first impulse um, actually came from the time when I was 11 and my uh, grandfather had just died and his body was in the house, in the farmhouse, in the countryside. And we went to smoke sauna, um, my granny, my aunt, my niece. And it was there where granny revealed that uh, grandfather had actually cheated on her, not just once, but several times. And she released all the emotions connected with that. Uh, I remember there was anger, there was pain, and there was also a lot of shame. And uh, we were there witnessing that. And uh, one smoke sauna session lasts several hours. And once we went out and put our clothes on, I felt that granny had made peace with the grandfather. So that next day we could bury grandfather in peace. This was the time I realized that a next layer or new door of smoke sauna opened to me, that I understood that on this earth, there is a safe space where absolutely all your emotions and all your experiences can be shared, can be heard without judgment. And when we give voice to our story and when we hear other person's story, there's huge healing power. I was initiated to this kind of sisterhood because you start to go to smoke sound already when you're in the womb. But, you know, to these kind of stories and confessions, uh, it was then when I was 11 and it left inside me like deep impact. And uh, then in 2015, I was in a monastery with my mother in Thailand, in a Buddhist monastery. And I was doing a silence uh, retreat, being silent 26 days I couldn't speak, I couldn't write, I couldn't read. And in that silence, I started to contemplate about voice. Yeah. Like, because you're silent, but but there are voices inside you. And like, okay, but where is my voice? Or when I'm speaking, is it really my voice? And who are these other voices, you know? Like, uh, or does that voice that I'm speaking with belong to my, I don't know, mother, grandfather, whoever, teacher? Is there such thing as my voice? Am I actually giving voice to my voice? And also I noticed a lot of silenced voices, many voices that had been silenced. 
So I was really like the voice and, and the power of voice came like very strongly into my mind. And then this experience from smoke sauna as a safe space and the voice and giving voice to the women and because in smoke sauna women have been given birth and and washed dead and healed so it's very significant to space for women they came together as a vision for the film and it was like like cathartic moment i could go to a lady monk when there was something important and i i went to this lady monk and i asked permission to write my uh, my vision down because i was scared that I, it will go away and then she said, no. She said that, you know, Anna, you have come here to be silent. No, you cannot write. But she told me that when it is strong a vision, it will stay with me after 26 days. And it stayed with me. And now I'm actually doing this, that um, when I'm, uh, like a new idea is being born, I feel that it's getting born. I don't write it immediately down. I give it a certain time. And then I check, is it still inside me or has it changed or has it gone away? And it's a way to test my voice. And when it's still very strongly inside me, then I know that, okay, this is the voice. This is the drive that carries me throughout the challenges of filmmaking. So this is like the birth moment, you can say, of Smoke Sauna Sisterhood that actually starts uh, from the time when I was 11. And I made the film seven years. So I, I, this is very relatable to me to under to hear what you're saying because I think this is so important. I don't think we give much value to exploring our past in this way, understanding trauma, getting past trauma, and getting to a point where we we have a better understanding. And that's to me what this film is so much about. Yeah, you know, with with trauma, um, there is. Uh, something that my granny always used to say. Um, she used to say that um, uh, because many chants in smoke sauna are connected with water, and yeah. there is a lot of water inside us also. And uh, when we we address we uh, the water, we pray to the water to take our pain away and uh, and, and cleanse us. And and uh, my granny always used to say that when we have traumas, then it is like frozen water. And sometimes we can find ourselves in deep, dark winter where there's just ice field and it seems, you know, it seems very um, desperate. But then in these moments, uh, how not to forget that that frozen water has the power to flow again. That's yeah. the power of water. Yeah. Uh, but for that, we need warmth. So um, in the context of smoke sauna, we need the warmth yeah. to sweat our traumas out. And uh, this space, uh, smoke sauna, uh, cre creates or offers this kind of safe space for us to warm, to start to sweat our traumas away. And for that, we need time. And for that, uh, we need uh, to understand that that is the way through a trauma. That when uh, often we are so, we are so traumatized and it's so hurtful all this pain and shame inside us, but when we allow that to come to the surface, and then we have ways how to like let it out with the support of community around us, then uh, we can go through the darkest, coldest, painful moments and come through. Um, lighter out from that smoke sauna. I wanted to share that space uh, with humanity, you know, that it is not just in uh, Southeast Estonia, but it belongs to the to the humanity. And because 
um, and I realize it now more when I'm traveling so much for the film and it gets so much um, resonance um, from so many uh, and it talks to me about this lack, this need and the lack of this kind of safe space where we are allowed to, to share like our vulnerability. You know, when I started to make the film, I thought that the most important is, is the courage to share the uncomfortable. But actually, when I was making the film, I started to think that and feel that maybe the most important is the courage to hear the uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Because only then when we are we are ready to hear the uncomfortable, then we also share the uncomfortable. And let's say when we talk about rape, for example, rape is in the film also, there is nothing comfortable in the rape. But often we are like, uh, we are encouraged to talk about things, but like, okay, talk about rape, but comfortably, you know, but there's nothing comfortable about it. And I think we should learn and encourage and create these kind of safe spaces where we actually hear the trauma, where we actually hear the uncomfortable and we go through it and we go through it together and uh, we find ways to heal through it. So yes, uh, uh, and and what you mentioned it resonates very much with me. It's it's uh, yeah. There's so much generational patterns that we you know pass on, and when you go when you want to understand um, patterns of violence in the family, then often you know you you understand that you know the generations before us they went through so much, and they were in their time in their space. Uh, uh, in their context, they they went through so much traumas and uh, we cannot really maybe even go, like there's so much before us, but what we can do, and for example, in Smoke Sauna, there are these special chants where we uh, connect with our ancestors and we uh, also chant their traumas away or we, we uh, pray like peace for them or heal. So it's like healing our ourselves is also healing these generations before us and the generations who come later you you let the ice water flow from the room from them i want to let people know that the film is being released through greenwich entertainment you can find out more about the film by going to greenwichentertainment.com and you'll find a listing there for smokes on a sisterhood it's opening here in los angeles on november 24th at the lemley royal theater and that's right there at the 405 in Santa Monica Boulevard about three or four blocks west of the 405 freeway on Santa Monica Boulevard. Before we get into the filmmaking challenges you faced in making Smokes on a Sisterhood, I want to talk about the participants and their accessibility, their vulnerability by virtue of being in a sauna. Everyone in it is without their clothes and it is part of the experience to see them watch them interact and how comfortable they are it's hard to imagine a group of men being that vulnerable in that situation and talking about the things that are discussed in this film but let's talk about that part of it the vulnerability the way you shot these women so when the film came out in estonia then a lot of men contacted me and they were like can you please make a smoke on a brotherhood film? And then they also shared that how is it so that when they go to sauna or smoke sauna, they avoid vulnerability. And um, you know, for me, the thing is that it's it's this 
patriarchal mindset that we are all suffering from. It goes beyond genders. It's this pressure to be certain way, pressure to be strong, um, and then and not show the weakness. And I'm always encouraging them that, you know, the real strength is the courage to be vulnerable. And uh, now I know at least uh, there is one Smokes on a Brotherhood that started after the film where they are like, okay, men come together and they really share that like how the real thing the real thing and open up um, take off these masks and that is the thing like the nakedness in smoke sauna it's um uh, you take off your clothes uh physical clothes but you also take off your emotional clothes and this kind of concepts that we have about ourselves and you enter there naked and and you are you enter there vulnerable and you meet and see the other uh, in their vulnerability and and you embrace that you embrace that vulnerability and this is it's like the real connection you know we often we miss that connection and we are yearning for that connection and then often we um people might want to have like like uh, easy or comfortable ways how to get connection but um so that can we get connected without being vulnerable and i'm like no like that's the way how to connect making your heart open and connecting with the other but of course for that we need safe spaces we need um we need to have that safe space where we know that we we can open our heart out and the other one is listening and embracing our heart I'm hoping that this film also inspires to create this kind of safe spaces beyond genders for men, for women, whoever. Absolutely. Just in the last minute I have with you, I, I could not agree with you more. And I think there's something about men in the world that we currently live in. And I do think that the world has to change away from the patriarchy and the expectation. I call it the tyranny of expectation. That's what men mm. deal with. I think on some, they assume there's expectations that they have to meet. And I think it leads to some horrible behavior on the part of men. And and I, I'm very being very general. I realize I'm kind of painting a very broad brush here, but I do think that th this film uh, is so much about being empathetic, understanding, hearing women talk about body image, trauma of rape, childbirth expectations that they're of from their families how how the all of these things play out and it's beautiful to look at and, and just the way you shot it must have been a challenge to shoot inside of a a dark space like this and it looks beautiful by the way <laughs> thank so, you just so in the much. last minute or so i want to talk a little bit about the the filmmaking just how what a challenge that must have been to be able to do it in in the way you did Oh, yes, it's like, uh, you know, let's uh, film in a really small, dark, no electricity uh, room that has 80 degrees Celsius. I think it's like around 200 Fahrenheit. And um, then there is like moist uh, water and uh, also smoke while heating up. Yeah, it's like like a total nightmare. But it's always this that as a filmmaker, we never make films alone. It's like we have to have the team who are supporting us, who are finding the ways uh, how to create it. So we found the way and uh, the cinematographer found the way. So smoke sauna uh, is this that you, it's without chimney and you heat it before six to eight hours and then uh, you let the smoke out and then you enter. 
you cannot be there inside while, while heating because then there's smoke. So what we figured was that while putting a fire to the oven, uh, we also put on the floor of smoke sauna camera with a lens. And then after two hours, we put it more up, but after two hours more up, after two hours more up. So because above there is more heat and then, you know, it got all um, uh, adjusted to this like heat, getting used to the heat. Uh, at the same time, you are inside the smoke sauna, then you go out to breathe, then you come back. So we couldn't do it with the same lens. So we put the lens, uh, another lens outside. And then around the camera, uh, there was ice bags when we started to film because, you know, to cool the temperature. And these ice bags cannot be like random ice bags because then they start to melt. So there was like this special, like hard plastic ice bags. And then, you know, cinematographer had a wet cloth dripping with cold water on the head, you know, to keep more cool and not to faint. And then uh, gloves uh, around, gloves in hands, because the camera is metallic and it burns you, you know, it can burn you. So there was like, <laughs> there was this wet cloth around uh, um, uh, to so that when camera is, is like on the body, then it doesn't burn. And, you know, of course, drinking enough water and uh, for me, it was very important that there is a the real hot smoke sauna because that's when the smoke sauna magic starts to happen. And also like that the women could, you know, put the water as they felt like, not think about the camera. So our casualties are this uh, camera is working fine still now. Uh, but uh, in the seven years, we lost two lenses. Uh, and probably this because of the smoke particles while filming smoke and also the water damage. But um, uh, but we kind of thought that probably some lenses we, we might lose. But camera is fine and people were fine. Most important, uh, everyone yes. was safe. Everyone was emotionally safe, but also physically safe. And we were like always, uh, like I think it's very important when we talk about films, it's like how we make films, yeah. not just what we are making films of, but how is, what is the process? And it was really a process built on trust and including the voices uh, in all different levels and layers. And, you know, like physically also when we talk about physically that, you know, whoever needed to take break or, or drink water, no questions asked. And now, you know, uh, it's so nice because now the sisterhood is um, telling, asking how am I doing because I'm traveling with the film and they're like, okay, when you will be home in Christmas <laughs> and having a rest, uh, there is smoke sauna waiting for you, Anna. So they want to nurture me with the smoke sauna. And that for me is a beautiful, beautiful uh, gift actually or award for all the process. People are, are there and safe and, and so supportive. Well, the loss of two lenses was well worth what we see in this wonderful film, Smokes on a Sisterhood. Again, congratulations. The, this year's Sundance Film Festival, World Cinema Documentary, uh, Best Director. It is just a beautiful film. And again, I want to make sure people can see it and they can hear in Los Angeles. It is going to be at the Lemley Royal on uh, November 24th. If you go to RenwichEntertainment.com, Smokes on a Sisterhood. See where wherever you are in the country, you'll want to watch this. And uh, thank you, thank you for your work. Thank you so much for this beautiful film. And uh, and hints, thank you anytime. Come back. I'd love to, another conversation. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you so much. Very very best.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 